and welcome to my Xbox and me episode. The wait, stop him! Oh, I'm look. Yeah, I tell you why I'm mad. I did that because on last week's episode of the video, I left the break because otherwise I've got you going four, three, two, one, and just stood like that. You stood like that the whole time during the intro of the video. People are okay? just going to have to get used to the fact that I'm pointing at you during the intro of the video because that's how it's got to be. Or I could leave a little break and then do the hello. And then when I edit it in post, they never see ah, that. And then it's only a problem for the people watching live. Exactly. And as we say, <laughs> fuck the people watching live. Of course. Exactly. That's not Hello what and welcome to this week's My Xbox and Me, episode 362. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only, the producer, Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I like the new title, and I appreciate you coming to me first. I know, I'm know i aware that this week it's a punishment for Crash being a bit salty, but <laughs> yeah. I, I like the yeah. hey, What? I was never salty. I just said I wasn't going to join the Zencaster. I'm the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. A little, a little hurt, but I'm doing good. Why are you hurt, Crush? Why are you hurt? You hurt me. You hurt me right now. For what? What? Because I said you I was told me to I was going second. Not even though you just put me second, that you told me I was going second. I let you guys know this time. You guys always complain about you don't know who it's going to come to. We need some sort of order. Now we know the biasness for who goes first. There's Whoever no goes bias. first is Six's favorite. Yep. I don't. I love all my children the same. I do not have favorites. Okay. Yeah, that's what every parent says. Except for Sarah Squid, she is my favorite. Isn't okay? isn't the role of producer technically uh, a promotion? I mean, I have more responsibility now. Matt, I I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, me and Fix came to the agreement that you were boss man. Now you're producer. You got downgraded, buddy. <laughs> wow. Okay, that hurts. <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. It's a great point. I'm just saying. <laughs> Guys, E3 is done, or yeah. Summer Games Fest, or not hashtag not E3 is over. Um, everyone's had their conferences now and their their mini showcases and their things, and um, we're sat with a really light news week. But there is still plenty to talk about, so we will get through that. Remember, you can get the show early if you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, or make sure you subscribe to us over on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash myxboxandme. And, of course, go review us on your podcast service of choice because it helps us a great deal. I haven't checked the podcast reviews in a really long time, though. So I'm going to have a quick look-see-look-see and see if we've got a single new one over in the UK. I don't think we will have. I'm going to be honest with you. Nope. We don't. We're sitting at a 4.8 out of 5, which is pretty good. If pretty you good. ask me. I'll take it. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'll take it too. I'll take it too. No new reviews. So, big shout out to our Patreon producers this week, Erin Guard and FNH Paul. Thank you for all your continued support on the My Xbox and Me podcast. As per usual, topic of the show this week, Square Enix had their showcase and they showed a lot of stuff a lot of exciting yep. stuff a lot of stuff that me and Chris cared about a lot of stuff that was interesting but there was one thing missing yep one gigantic thing missing Final Fantasy 7 remake or Final, just Final Fantasy 7 now we will no longer call it remake. No, Final it's called Fantasy... remake. Oh, it is called remake. The subtitle's still there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Sorry. Final Fantasy VII remake was shown at the show, and it is coming to Steam. Congratulations to Steam users. 
it is not coming to Xbox as of right now. Meaning there is a likelihood that this game is never coming to Xbox ever. Yeah. And I have lost the pizza bet with Matt P video, producer Matt P video. And it hurts. It hurts. I don't necessarily think it's never coming. At never coming. Point, at this point, I... I'm pretty convinced it's only going to come in some sort of trilogy package way down the line when all three are out and probably have been out for a little bit of time. I don't think it's coming in the foreseeable future. And That's by foreseeable I future, I, agree I mean that. like well, well, well it's... past the point that the trilogy comes out. It's already too late. So anything later than now, I just don't care. Yeah. All right. I'm heartbroken. To be honest with you, I'm heartbroken for Xbox fans. I'm heartbroken for myself because it's going to cost me £20 this bet. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I am. Chris, did you think we would see it here? No. Part of me was getting hopeful when we were getting a little closer. But like hopeful and thinking we'll see it. Two different things. I was also really rooting for you, Fix. Oh, I was rooting for like the last moment, like upset because Matt was yeah. just like dancing around every time we saw him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but like it's the way Sony's been with Square Enix, or Square Enix has been with Sony rather. Uh, it's not too surprising that this didn't come over. Matt, uh, look. Ultimately, I am I a bit gleeful that I won the bet. Sure. Have I actually won the bet yet? No. Let's bear that in mind. We bet until the end of the year. It could still happen. I think we're all of the opinion that it's not going to happen now this year. We but... only we only have one show left. Yeah. Tokyo Game Show. And is mind that, you. That's its only hope. Tokyo Game Show. That yeah. is the only hope it has. That's it. And mind you, it would have to get announced there. It would have to get released within this year. And it would have to come to Game Pass. No, no. I can see, I can see those things happening. Like if, okay. if Xbox have a presence, I can see why they would have held Final Fantasy off until Tokyo Game Show. I don't. I, I think it's over. I truly think it's over. But that is out. That is my last hope. I will pay you after Tokyo Game Show. No, 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 it no. Won't no. Get re- no, yes, because it's it a won't January fist. I'm looking forward no. to my pizza on New Year's Day. Thank you very much. <laughs> he already told you he's going to be drunk, hung over, and he's going to be excited for that pizza. Goddamn right. Oh well. You guys, come on, come on, Matt. Yeah, what are you saying? Uh, well, look. Uh, ultimately, it, it, I would be happy even if I lost this bet, right? Because I, uh, it is one of those franchises that I've just never been able to get my foot in the door on. Now, would it coming to Xbox really push that over the edge for me? <laughs> Maybe. Like half of the battle for me at this point is that I don't can't be asked to download it onto my PlayStation. And, and so if it came to Game Pass and it was on cloud gaming, I could see myself booting it up. And then 20 hours into those games, Xbox is like, hey, you're playing this a lot. Do you want to download it? And I'm always like, yeah, okay. I did that with Jurassic Park. And so maybe that would be enough to get my foot in the door. Like you half convinced me that I need to give this thing a, a better shot. Um, oh, you do. When we were watching, it, watching the event. And so maybe I will. Uh, now that I'm done with Elden Ring specifically, but so many games, you know. Even even though we're saying there's a bit of a great game drought on now, there's still plenty of stuff that I need to work through. And old games, old, you know. 
Oh, that is not with this game. game. No, 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 not with this game. I mean, um, it's not going to win this year's game of the year from us, is it? So there are other games no. that I need to play that might. That's true. That's true, bro. This whatever. Um, <laughs> this year ain't going to be a big list. Some, <laughs> good, some good news though. Some good news though. Crisis Core, the yep. PSP game, uh, is being remade and is coming to Xbox. Um. Yeah, it's a weird one, right? This is a. I'm super happy because it, I, I, me especially, I wanted to play Crisis Core. It looks beautiful, by the way. I've seen like side by side shots of like the PSP version compared yeah. to the new version. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah, holy cow! <laughs> this looks like a remarkable game. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just weird. I can't say too much in case you've not played Final Fantasy VII. But it's just weird. Crash knows what I'm talking about. Anyone who's played the game knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, yeah, and no. Because it's also, it's like, Crisis Core is technically the very, very first moment in the whole franchise. The whole as far as Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah okay. not franchises yeah, yeah, a total. Yeah. Um, technically, it's the first, so maybe... <laughs> gonna go from that to final fantasy 7 remake mm -hmm. and that's maybe. the goal that's definitely what the goal is that's what they're holding out for next winter final fantasy 7 remake on xbox shut up no pizza best will be made no pizza best will be made ever <laughs> never again yeah but i'm i'm excited for crisis score i'm happy it's got announced um it was one of those games that it kind of was living on a dead platform being the psp um so i'm always happy to see games like this be remade and come to newer platforms where we can get our hands on them without having to go through element emulators thank you very much uh and other means so uh yeah i'm excited it looked good it looked good overall the final fantasy 7 uh 25th anniversary stream was really good it was only about 10 minutes long um obviously we got to see the new final fantasy reborn Correct? If I'm, am I correct? Rebirth. 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 Sorry, rebirth. And does anybody care about our thoughts on that? Probably not, because you can't get to play it here. But it looked fucking good. It looked fucking good. Yeah. You know? You know? It, looked <laughs> it sounds good. so hurt. Like, nobody cares about it, but it looks so good. Do you know what? I think I remember the year. I remember, Was it two two years ago? No? That it came out? I yeah. So. Or two, one or two years ago i remember I that 2019 year, i remember like i was getting a lot of crap online about how i don't play i'm not playing enough games but at the time i was because i was playing like final fantasy last of us part two i think like i played so many playstation exclusive games and i was just like coming on the podcast like what you've been playing there's like nothing that anybody here cares about and i do think the mood has changed a little bit on this podcast we we, we definitely speak a lot more about third party games than we ever have ever but um but still i just i think it's just gonna suck man i hate to think that final fantasy 16 will be out and part two will be out and you're just not gonna be able to play them on xbox it's, it's a frustrating thing especially after xbox's showcase when i'm like there's nothing there's just nothing i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm just i'm still hurting i'm still hurting over this bet i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. I understand. I understand. Um, I think the shocking thing from it, for me at least, was the release dates of both of them. The, the Crisis Core is this Christmas, 
Oh, this this winter, sorry, is what they said. And uh, and rebirth is next winter, um, mm-hmm. which to me is, is sh- shockingly quick. I thought these games would be, well, maybe not Crisis Core, but I certainly thought uh, remake part two, rebirth, whatever they're calling it, uh, was was way further off. And so, um, yeah, and I, I agree um, with everything you said. I think that the ten minute short showcase was uh, very good indeed, even for somebody who isn't a big fan of the franchise. Yeah, Tetsuya Nomura, uh, who's the director for the games, um, came out and said that with final with the third part, they're already working on it, and I'm pretty sure it was the case with the second part as well. Yeah, because they're so interconnected that they started working on them relatively early. So that's probably why we have such an early release date for that. Oh, I'd say part three will be out in two to three probably, years' time. Yeah, I, I would say three, like probably two years after that part. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So, yeah. They said that they did say also that during Re- Rebirth would be able to be played by people that haven't played um, Remake as well, which was interesting to me um with them sound like it's a whole new story and stuff like that i I "Mm." wonder if what they mean is um like you don't need a remake save oh if you look at like if you think of like the old final fantasy games with like the multiple cds that are technically like sectioned off into quote-unquote parts yeah you needed the previous cd to even play the next one and that makes sense oh okay that makes way more sense so it's just a purely said it I was like, yeah, pretty sure you're going to need to know who this character is that's following you around. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be pretty, pretty pivotal <laughs> that you know yeah, who this guy yeah. is. But hey, you know, no big deal. No big deal. Um, yeah, that's enough Final Fantasy talk. Uh, let's jump into what's been in our box, boys. I will kick off. I've been playing some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtle power. Um, I played it with Haley. I played it via cloud. <gasps> My first ever playing a game via cloud. Um, it was flawless. It worked perfectly. It's good. I it? was, I was very, very. So I saw it there, and I said, "Hey, oh, let's play this." Um, we were just literally sat down. We just had nothing to do. And I was like, "Let's just sit down and try this out." I need to play it for the podcast anyway to see what it's like. I know the boys want to play it, so maybe at some point we'll play it with them. Blah 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 blah. And I started playing it, and no, so I saw it, and it was like, "Oh, play with cloud," and I was like, "Huh." This is the perfect opportunity for me to to try out cloud and see if it works, especially during a game like this where it you you'll notice the latency. I didn't notice any. Didn't notice a single bit of latency. Had no problems. The only problem we did have, and I can't tell if that was an Xbox thing or if it was a cloud thing, was for some reason it wouldn't let Haley sign in. I've run into this issue as well. Where there if I'm cloud gaming, I can't sign in to a second account. Yep. yep. Uh, interestingly, though, I wonder now, now I'm thinking about it a bit more, if that second account had Game Pass. I don't think no, it did. No, it just it didn't make a difference. I couldn't. I literally okay. couldn't sign into a second account. Interesting. And under no circumstance, it wouldn't let the second controller push start to sign in. Because I feel I, like it... Go on, Gresh, please. I was going to say, I feel like that's a for sure a cloud thing, where yeah. it's like you can only have one account signed in, probably for something to do on the Xbox's end that's running these games. Yeah. It, like, that, was, that was the only bad thing about it. And again, I was lucky enough that the game was such a small install that it didn't take two seconds to install anyway. Of course. But 
that was that was my only gripe with it. But I actually played through a level just to see how it would feel, and it felt perfect. I had no problems at all. Do you know off it, the top so. of your head what your average download internet speed is? Two hundred. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm at a hundred, and I've never had an issue. Yeah, you know, average a hundred, maybe a little bit more sometimes, uh, but I've never had an issue either. So uh, yeah, two hundred, two hundred down, twenty up. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So yeah, I've got good. I've got. I say good. It's not as good as I'd like it. I've got decent internet for right now. Um, and yeah, I, just, I I was just I was a little bit like, oh, yeah, I can see why this is such a likable feature now for people. Because when the problem was for me when I couldn't get it in my head when you were saying oh, I'm playing via cloud. To me, when you're playing via cloud, you're playing on your phone or you're playing on a tablet or you're playing um, using your Kishki or Kashki or whatever yeah. it's called. Um, yeah, like that's how I envision cloud gaming. Not, oh, I'm in the front room and I can't bother to download this game, so let me just play it via cloud. And that's a way smarter way to use it. It's like, oh, if I like this game, then I will download it. But now I don't have to waste an hour downloading the game to play it for 10 minutes to then not like it to then be like, now I have to uninstall it again. Yeah. So very smart. It's a very good feature Xbox have on their hands there. Yeah, for, for me, it essentially turns everything on that cloud service in, into a demo, but like I can just play the whole game. And it, like that was always the benefit when I was on the 360 of the demo library is like, I know it's going to download quick and I'm going to be able to play it within the next hour or so. But now yeah. it's just instantaneous. And so, yes, I can just jump in. Like Jurassic Park Evolution, I was jumping into that mainly for the podcast just to be like, yeah, I played it and tried it out. It's just come to Game Pass, um, even though it hadn't just come to Game Pass. But um, uh, and, and so, yeah, like I was able to jump into that quickly. And then I ended up putting, I don't know, probably like 60, 70 hours into that game um, yeah. before I even downloaded it. So I love it. Hmm. Crash, what have been playing? Uh, I played Shredder's Revenge as well. I played oh, the first level just to see how... Uh, God damn it. Yeah, you said you would hit me up, you remember? You remember that fix? You remember? Huh? Uh, you remember? Uh, <laughs> I played the first level. I didn't want to play uh, too much uh, without playing in co-op. Um, I enjoyed it. I think it plays very well. Uh, I think the team that made it is the... They are the team that made Streets of Rage Streets of Rage, well, right? yeah. yeah. I, I very... totally forgot to play, talk about the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you fixed. <laughs> Clearly, they have a very good knack at making these types of games. I feel like this one's even more uh, deep than uh, the Streets of Rage one was with all the stuff you can do from like um, rolling backwards into dashing forward and yep. knocking people into the air and going into the ground. Um, yeah, I really combos. combos are really yeah. fun. Really fun. Getting that combo meter up as much as you possibly can is a nice touch. They've got a little bit more pl replayability there as well with like collecting things once you go through the first level for a level and stuff. I, I had a really good time with it. It doesn't break. It's not like groundbreaking. Sure. It's a side scroll and beat them up. Yeah, I think it's hard to be groundbreaking in a side yeah. scroller beaten up, beat him up. But I also think it's hard to be noticeable in that type of genre because it's so old, and this game is for yeah. sure noticeable in it. So I think it's yeah. doing a very good job at what it's supposed to. I love the fact that it's eight player as well. Yeah, I think I that's, think that's very a really different. nice touch. Yeah, and it's that accessibility of like, if you're not into games, you can play this game. It, mm -hmm. Like. Mom, I want you to play a game with me if you're some kid. It's like, I want you to play this Nintendo game with me. Oh, I don't know how to do it. Literally, all you've got to do is walk one way and tap buttons. 
sorted. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not that hard. Matt, you had a chance to check it out yet? I have not, but I am keen to. A uh, couple of people on Twitter suggested that I, I stream that on Monday night, uh, and then I hit you guys up, and uh, radio, radio silence in the old private Discord. responded? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't respond. respond. Okay. I didn't respond. I didn't respond. And so I didn't start it because I was like, oh, I'm sure we'll all stream this together at some I only point. Played, I only played two levels, so. Okay. I only played one. Yeah. They, oh, sorry. You're better than me, Crush. I apologize. I I'm better. <laughs> you're better than me. You're a better human being. We can, I'm definitely done. I don't know if it has, does it have online. It, it does. Because I saw the crate pie. Yeah, it it online does, it does. and crossplay only for Xbox and PC. No Makes Switch sense. or PlayStation crossplay. Cool. Anything else you've been playing, Crush? Uh, more Destiny. That's about it. How how goes the Destiny? It's good. I really enjoy it. It's been. I wrote a, a, a Destiny time. lyric the other day. The game Destiny or just Destiny? Well, the lyric is uh, it's along the lines of um, something about Bungie tied to my Destiny. So it's like Bungie. There's a play on Bungie and Destiny. So yeah. Uh, so in the world of GTA RP, Destiny exists, and so does Bungie. Yeah. And therefore, everything yeah. exists in the world of uh, RP, if I'm not mistaken. Like all the real world stuff, for the most part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the only the only thing is just it, you can't refer to yourself as a character because it's real life. Okay. So, but everything's I've got a Pokemon lyric as well. Okay. Yeah. It's just a different world. I'm always fascinated to learn more. <laughs> uh, Matt, what you got been playing then? Elden Ring. I like I, I I was so convinced when I streamed it on Monday night. Go check it out on the channel. I finished Elden Ring on stream on Monday night. And when I started that stream, I was one hundred percent convinced I would not finish Elden Ring that night. It won't go well. It was it not going well. going well. I was having network issues, so I couldn't call randos in. And I thought the only way I'm gonna be able to do this is if I can get a rando in. It won't go well. Um but hey, progress was made and I, I got it done in like an hour and a half, which is yeah. way better than I thought it would. Um, and so, yeah, I, I finished Elden Ring, finished the stream, turned off the stream, immediately jumped into New Game Plus, and I'm about five hours into the New Game Plus already. Because I can't stop. I just can't stop. But you beat it. But I went back into that starting area, and I, I don't know if, if I was maybe a little bit OP when I finished the game, um, but I demolish everything in that starting area like when you start new game plus it, it boosts all the enemies so they do more damage and they take more hits um but i was uh, wrecking through that first area and i think that's maybe just a very clever design part on uh on the designers because you don't want to play through that first area again right no no you're op in everything Oh really? For that first playthrough, yeah, you'll be op through the whole thing okay well fair enough but but like when i finished elden ring um there was a lot of things that I never finished up in the world, right? There were there are different endings, obviously, that you can get, and a lot of quest lines that, uh, if you get to a certain point in the game, they shut off those quest lines to you because you drastically changed the world. Um, and so I did that thing knowing that I'm dropping a lot of quest lines here, and a lot of them start in that first area, and and I know where they all start now, so it's easy enough to start them, and then it's easy enough to kind of keep track about where you're going but that game is just so well designed it's just it's just brilliant mm. yeah i'm not going back i don't care how good you say it is i hope you're ready for that to win my xbox and me's game of the year 
Well, obviously, I have no choice over it. I'm not going to be able to argue against it between you two, but is there anything, is there anything that's coming out that could even close come to not even... I don't think it's anything that's even close. That you can make an argument for? I don't I, think yeah. so. Yeah. Horizons not this year. Uh, sorry, Horizons, no, uh, Forza, Forza. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, for, for no, uh, yeah, but I doubt it'll win. I doubt it'll win. I don't. I don't think any of us. I'm sure we will all play it. I doubt we'll play enough to be like, this yeah. is game of the year over. I think it would take Matt to come back after playing it and say you prefer that over Elden Ring for game of the year. Sure, or or even that I prefer it over Horizon from last year falls horizon from last year and I, I can't imagine that being the case uh, no. because the kind of more simulation it gets the less i like it yep. um and so yeah I, I, it's the only thing i can think of really but is it even this year i can't remember what they said if it was this year or early next but there's not a whole lot else this, this year this year this year i Ooh. think this year i think high on life high on life is october and uh maybe i'm overhyping it but I think you are. I think you're setting yourself you up are. for. You are. You're setting yourself up for a big to crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I I didn't add the story, and I probably should have added the story. But High on Life was actually supposed to be a Stadia game at first. Makes sense. Both sure. that and the quarry. Sure. And, Makes uh, sense. They stopped doing it, <laughs> so I don't know how excited I would be for High on Life. No. Not that. Cool. Not that. Not that no, Stadia. No, not no, the Stadia no. dictates what high on life should be but when you're holding it to like elden ring standards i don't think it's fair to hold with how much you've enjoyed that i don't think it's fair to hold any new ip to that standard elden ring's a new ip so no you're right and and i think i think wait stop why are you putting faces it is a new ip but like when you go into elden ring are you expecting something completely new no okay if you go into high on life, are you expecting something completely new? No. What are you I'm expecting? Expect, I'm expecting it to be some weird shooter thing. Oh, <laughs> with, okay, my with, bad. With guns that talk I to apologize. Me. It does. It does kind of feel like they played Borderlands and got that gun that yeah. talks you in Borderlands, and then went, "Let's dial this up to eleven, 100. and then a hundred and eleven, yeah. um, and make it hilarious." And so I respect that. I like that you said make it hilarious because the original source material isn't. I agree. Yeah, Crash is a Borderlands hater. We really need to carve out a couple of days where we play Tiny Tina, bro. Yeah, like, I agree. We no, Matt. Stop, stop, to... stop nodding, Matt. Stop nodding. Stop nodding. We need to do that. The, uh, Matt, if you're involved, we are not beating the game. No, no, no. But I can at least start it with you guys and get the through thread. And I have no intention of beating Tiny Tina. I'm not a Borderlands guy. You're a piece of shit. I think that's an uh, ex so acceptable mean. thing to do, Matt. I, a... I'm with you on that, Matt. You're a piece I of shit. I accept your opinion. I hate your guts. Wow. This yeah, is. What We're just dogging do? on each other today. <laughs> Spicy. Um, anything else anyone's been planned? No. no. Not a thing. No. Not a thing. No. Okay. Fair enough. I respect it. I need I respect uh, suggestions, though, from the community on what to play next. Tiny uh, Tina. Tunic yet? The Quarry? Tunic. Tunic's probably the one, to be honest with you. Mm. Have you played the Quarry yet, Fix? Uh, define play. 
Have you played it? It's a very simple question. <laughs> it's not the complicated. There's no rocket science. You don't need equations. I need the, I need the definition of play. No, I haven't. It? No, I haven't. I've okay. got it. So we were meant to play it this weekend, me and Haley. But because those type of games, I don't like playing in more than like two sittings max. Yeah. It's only about 10 hours long. So we were going to play it this weekend, but it was boiling hot. And we were like, I looked outside and I was like, I cannot ask you to sit indoors under these two big lights while streaming when it's boiling hot outside. Like to me, that just seems so, so mean. So we ended up going out and doing, we went, where did we go? We went, I went somewhere. Oh, I went to the, I went to a garden center. Yeah. How very adult of you. I, oh, it was so boring. I bought myself ice cream though. I was that bored. Respect. I was like, hey, <laughs> if I'm getting something out of this. How do I make um, this super boring adult thing more childish? Ice cream. Exactly. Ice cream. Exactly. Respect. Um, but no, I haven't started it. I, I, I can't wait to play it. I can't, cannot wait. That's interesting you've told. I didn't know that about the Google Stadia thing. It makes so much more sense now why 2K published it as well. Yeah. Like, because I feel like they just keep trying to get their hands on anything they can. To yeah. be honest with you, like they're like different genres. Yes, let me let me grab this and this and this and this. So, yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. Maybe the Xbox didn't pick it up for Game Pass. Maybe two K outbid Xbox. True, 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 true. Or maybe I wonder if they would have had a deal where it's like you can't go to any other streaming platform, and while Stadia's not a thing really anymore. They would have technically been voiding that contract. Had it's still they a thing. Done to game, gone to Game Pass. It's still a thing. Not a thing in the way it was gonna be. Boy, boy, I can't believe they won eighty just... so hard. So they handbrake turned so hard, yeah. so hard. It's mad, mad. Um, is that everyone's games? Nothing we missed. No. I won the league with uh, Tottenham on Football Manager. I know you don't care, but I thought I'd tell you. Uh, let's get into this week's dashboard. Uh, first things first, Capcom had their showcase. We didn't talk about it last week, so we'll talk about it now. They unveiled brand new Resident Evil 4 uh, gameplay. We also saw the Resident Evil 4 expansion uh, for Village that is going to be in third person. Matt, what did you think of the new gameplay for Resident Evil 4? Uh, I didn't see the new gameplay for Resident Evil 4. Oh. But I saw the stuff of Village. Big Resident oh, Evil fan, Matt is. I am a big fan of the new Resident Evil games, yes. The best trilogy of Resident Evil games, the one we're currently in. Well, what? what? Can, I, can I be honest? Stop! <laughs> I, I don't think we're ever getting another first-person Resident Evil game. You don't think? No, 9 will be first-person. Nope. It will. We could do a pizza bet. Ooh. Yep. They're, good. They're going think... thick and fast. You're wrong, Crash. I, I You're don't, wrong, Crash. You're I wrong. don't think they'll be first person anymore. You're, I, I'll take the bet. Okay, pizza bet. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 9 comes out and it's a person. first person game. 1,000%. Yes. I want the record to show I'm backing Fixer, but I'm stepping out of this one because there are no current Crash Fixer pizza bets. And so I have too many pizza bets on, quite frankly. You're just chicken, Matt. Yeah, you're just Matt chicken just wants shit. to stack up wins and he knows he's going to lose the Batman one. I'll I'll take that. You don't want smoke. Bet. Fixed. We can take the bet. If you're willing to, uh, sorry, Crash, if you're willing to double down and lose two pizzas out of this, I'm in. I'm not doubling down on a pizza bet. No, what I'm saying is if you lose, you buy me and Fixer a pizza. That's I'm doubling down. Yeah, I said I'm not doubling down. I mean, down. Believe, well, you so should believe in yourself, Crash. 
I do believe in myself, but I'm already you taking should, pizza from Matt. You should Matt. take two pizzas then. I'm not that evil of a person to take two pizzas from Matt. You should. I'll take a pizza from you and I'll take one pizza how much from is Matt. A piece, how much is a pizza in New York, by the way? Like, <laughs> you can just do Domino's, whatever Domino's thank costs. Thank God, thank God. I'm not going to make you guys order me local pizza. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, 100%. Nine is, they've, they've set the tone now, especially with this... this um, with this news of the third person mode, like if anything, I think you'll be able to play it in both the next game. If it's playable in both, do you both lose it. I think it's the void bet at that point. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. I'll take the bet definitely. Yeah. It's to get back on track slightly. It's a I think a weird choice to to now throw in a third person mode into the village and and nope. like why? That, because uh, it adds a whole new dynamic to the game. A one that people want? I am now going to play Village again. I think you're underestimating how many Resident Evil fans prefer he, the third person to first person. Matt. He ain't got a fucking clue. He's not a Resident Evil fan. That's why he says things like, this is the best tr trilogy we've ever been in for Resident Evil. You're not. You're not. I, do not do this. I, right, I think cool. he said that just what's to the, bother you. What's the first virus in Resident Evil? The Umbrella virus. Billy. His name's Idiot. Billy. Idiot. Idiots, both of you. I don't know, oh, I was like... going off of Resident Evil 1. I wasn't even going back to zero. So, yeah. Cool. Whatever. You're not a Resident Evil fan like that, Matt. I respect you and you like the new games. Cool. But to say people, why are people... Yes, there's so many. It has a whole new dynamic to the speedrunning community. It has sure. a whole new whole new dynamic um, to the game itself. They've added... They're already adding it to VR. It's like, why wouldn't they do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, uh... It, only because, like we talk about, these things are never as simple as they seem. It's not just file, save as, third-person mode, right? Like, no. it takes a hell of a lot of resource and stuff to do this. I'm surprised that they're willing to put that resource in to do it. What else What else, What else? else are they doing, though? Nine. <laughs> yeah, but that's I not... They don't need, I don't need a big team to make these changes, right? I also think Fix no, might yeah. be on point with the fact that it'll be playable in first person and third person. Yeah. I think this that would be a uh, great reason to do it in Resident Evil 8. Well, oh, I, you, I you think mean, it... sorry, you mean like they're already developing that for nine, that you'll be able yes. to play in first person and third yeah. person? And so yep. actually yeah. rewinding that into eight is is kind of built into that workflow. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe. It, instantly, it instantly pleases everybody. If Resident Evil 9 drops, right? People who, and because... Nine. Now, now we finished spoilers for Resident Evil Village. Sure, I think so. All right. I was gonna say the now same that thing, we so. finished. Now that we finished Ethan's story. Thank God. And this DLC seems like it's going to finish Rose's story as well, as we hope that she fucking dies. We you think? pray that she dies. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. I was gonna say, like, I think, I I would be surprised if Nine is not about Rose. If it is, I just don't think people are going to care. Well, if the the way Village ends, it should be about Chris going back to Europe. That's what Nine should be about. Was this ever like shipped as a trilogy? This no. Okay, so then it could be about something not related to uh, Ethan or Rose. Yeah, well, none, none. That's why when he said the trilogy, I'm like, Resident Evil's never had a trilogy. What are you talking about? Resident Evil One <laughs> is one. Resident Evil Two is two. Re Resident Evil Three 
isn't it even three? It's is the end point of a trilogy. Two. No, it's not. It's point two. Resident Evil Co. Veronica is, po- is free. Like Clearly, there's two things you don't know. One, okay. you don't know maths because three is three. Yeah, okay. Good point. <laughs> and okay. two, you don't know about Resident Evil. Ask Matt for some help next time you want to talk about yeah. it. He'll guide I sp- you. I spoke out of time. I'm sorry. Let me explain yeah. it to you, Fix, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but I would be surprised if 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 nine isn't about Rose. And I think I think... The idea, like, surely they've heard time and time again, Ethan is a terrible character. The decision to make him, like, overtly faceless, like, even in Village, when they show you cutscenes yeah. of him and, and like, <laughs> like Austin Powers have stuff blocking his face as he's going across camera and stuff. It's completely ridiculous. And so, like, I think at the end of Village, there is some effort for them to introduce Rose in a, whether or not it hit you in this way, in an interesting, endearing, you should give a shit about this character and something that's going to help you give a shit about this character maybe is playing this in third person so it looks different and you connect with this character more than you did Ethan. I don't know. That's reading no between way. the lines a lot. So I th- you agree, Matt, that it's the next game is going to be in third person? Thank you. That's fantastic. I, I am glad I didn't hit the pizza bet because I now agree with what we were saying about there being an option for first and third person in the next game. I think, I think generally I feel like it has to be because like, it just pleases everyone that way. New, new fans of the series get to play it the way they want to. Old fans of the series get to play it the way they want to. It adds a whole new dynamic to both sides of the games. Gives you more replayability for both, like to play it both ways. Like speedrunning community get to figure out strats for third person and for first person. Like it, it, it just it's, to me it makes too much sense for them not to do it now. Personally, do you think there's a chance that um, uh, Resident Evil Nine, whatever that happens to be, has some sort of uh, dual story mode similar to two, where you play as Chris or rose and they're ever so nope. slightly different stories now i hope not no i not. the one thing i'll give village is i like how i don't love village as most people know but i do like how the stories are interwoven in terms of like you spoilers again you play as chris at some point in the game and that was a nice surprise for sure. me as a as a hardcore fan was it what i wanted no it, it wasn't the worst into... part of the game sure no, the worst part of the game is when you go on that weird tractor machine and fight that boss. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I take it back. You're that's right. That's the worst part of the game. <laughs> hey, what a fake fan fix. I can't believe Matt's like this. I know. Tell me about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for 9 in a way of like, maybe we'll finally get more Resident Evil in our Resident Evil games. Because 7 and 8... See, I disagree with you. Like, even the end of Village like you start getting more of Resident Evil, the notes and stuff like that. And if you know the lore of Resident Evil, you know who left that note and you know sure. the meaningful relationship. So I hope they like go, okay, we've done these two games. We've brought Resident Evil back from the dead, right? Six, though it sold well, it killed the franchise. We brought it back to the dead with eight, seven and gave them something totally new. Then we've given them eight, which is something new with something cold. Now it's time to just give us something a new new game but with the characters that like some of us actually care about and like you know why would they have done all this work on leon to not get him in a new game do you think he'll like, be we've, nine? Been, we've been uh, building maybe i don't i don't think he'll be playable but like we've been building leon up now resident evil 2 remake we've built him up resident evil 4 remake we've built him up 
we've got to get him again some point in a newer version. It feels like it Is makes there, too much sense. Sorry. Has there been a game other than, I think, I don't know if it happened in 6, uh, where Leon and Chris are in a game together? Six. Six no. is six is the big one. That was meant to be the big moment, Crash. Yeah, I, in, <laughs> I didn't in, do that. That was meant to... Them it, two, they come it. together at a certain point, aiming guns at each other. It's like the first time they've ever... They've met before, it seems like, but they don't know each other too well because Leon knows her, his sister more. and da, 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 like. Plus, if anything, bro, we need you in Resident Evil 9. Where the mm. hell is Jill? What the hell happened to Jill, man? And Billy. Where's Billy? Justice for Billy. <laughs> Do you know what I would love, Crash? Yeah. Just for there to be a, not even a um actual like story, just some notes about like this prisoner that escaped and he oh, like yeah. retired. He retired as like a millionaire or something like that. Or like, and it's just Billy's story because we just you never see Billy again after zero. You never see him again. You don't know what happened. Some right? closure. Just give us some. Us Billy you know? fans, that'd be great. <laughs> just you, Chris. just you. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. Uh, we got sidetracked a little bit there, but other news on this was uh, Lady Dimitrius being playable in Mercenaries mode. Um, Resident Evil Village getting third person mode, as we already spoke about. Uh, you've got next gen versions that are already out for Resident Evil Two Remake, Resident Evil Three Remake, and Resident Evil Seven. In in October, Resident Evil Versus will finally release. Yeah. That's the that's the that, that was the big big news at the Capcom show, really. Is there any uh, way that you like Resident Evil Versus at this point? I enjoyed it when I played it. I don't. It's not a good game. Don't don't <laughs> do not get it twisted. It is not a good game in any way, shape, or form. But I know what they're trying to do, and it's enjoyable enough for a Resident Evil fan to run around and get to play as these characters that I like and shoot each other and then come back as monsters and run around as nemesis and stuff it's fun enough it's the problem is it's not going to last so it's one of those games i'm going to play for a week it's exactly the same as the other resident evil game that came out um with uh free the 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 four versus yeah, one, yeah. Uh, one i played that which which it, it, it wasn't bad. Again, it wasn't a bad thing to play. It was interesting enough, and the concept of it is interesting for about a week. Yeah. But anything more than that, no. I feel, I feel like Versus, the community is not going to be there for Versus the same way it wasn't there for, I forgot whatever its name is. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and that's what's going to make it die instantaneously. I honestly, God, don't know what that was called. Me neither. I played it. What would have made that better, and I think it's the same for Versus, is to have an interwoven story in there somewhere. And Versus is a little bit harder compared to the other mode thing. Yeah. Versus just doesn't make any sense in any way, shape, or form for sure. a story. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was uh, it was Resistance. Ah, that's it. Resistance. Yeah. Do you think there's any way, and I don't, I, for the record, I don't think there's any way this happens, but it, it launches free to play? It was free with. Oh, was it? Wasn't it free? Yeah, because it was meant to. I'm pretty sure it's free with. It free with. What's it called? Wasn't it? Village. Um, you got shit. it with a game. With free, wasn't it free? Uh, like Resident Evil Free. I'm pretty sure it came free with Resident Evil Free. Possibly, and I then do know that it was with something. Resistance did. Oh, was that Microsoft. Resistance that came out with that? I think Resistance came out with three. 
So then wasn't this with Village or Seven Resident Evil versus Free to Play? Question mark? One second. I'd be very surprised uh, if it was. I, yeah, I, there you go. Free when you purchase Resident Evil Village. Oh, so well, this one came with Village, yeah. Well, that's how long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... you. Do you think there's anything they can do from when you played it to now that would have... No? Nope. Doesn't matter how much polish you put on this. Doesn't matter how... Doesn't matter how shiny you shine a turd. It's still a turd. Got you. It's not again. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't. But bro, the it it was so unbalanced when I played it. Like it was stupid. Like and that was. I think that could be the problem. That was the fun of it in a way. Yeah. Which was just like. Mm -hmm. It's a party game. Yes. But the problem is, it's a party game in a genre that doesn't need a party game. (laughs) Super niche party game. Yeah. So waiting for Resident Evil party. party. I could see us replaying it again for a couple of hours. Yeah. And then being like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. But other than that, it's, it's, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't throw this out just to die. If I'm being totally honest, I'm I shocked mean, that they delayed it when it got delayed. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. But they know something that I don't clearly. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, let's jump in to our next news story. Dragon's Dogma 2 officially in development and it's built on the RE engine, which is huge. Any Dragon Dogma fans? Any of you guys? Any of you guys? I didn't play the first one, no. So, I've I'm, heard a I'm lot of good things about it. The demo came with Resident Evil. Oof. That's a lie. I did play the demo. Oof. Resident Evil 6? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember where it came from. I know that it was released on the Xbox Store and the yeah the network. Yeah, That's I played the I, I played the demo uh, back in the day. It was an RPG. I didn't even understand what RPGs were back then. Um, so for me, I was like, nope. Um, but yeah, I'm actually somewhat interested in this. To be fair, especially being in the RE engine because the RE engine is beautiful. And I say the best thing to come out of Resident Evil recently. Has is the RE engine? It's the RE engine. Because even that. Street Fighter Six is being made in the RE engine. Is that oh, true? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's being made in the RE ah, engine. So the RE engine's being utilized for a lot of stuff, and I'm <laughs> <You> really. <laughs> Go Why ahead. did they name it the RE engine? They uh, should have named I, it something probably, other than that. They probably had no intention of using it for other games. And they're like, "Hey, we made something pretty great here." Um, I'm really interested to see how it handles different genres. Because, like, Frost, the Frostbite engine, like, if it wasn't an FPS, oh. kind of struggled with a lot of different things. So I'm interested to see how Street Fighter, once it's out, comes out in the RE engine, and then Dragon's Dogma as well. Because it seems like they have a really good engine on their hands. Dragon's Dogma seems like a U-type game crash, just so you're aware. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. It was just yeah. at the point where I played it, didn't really interest me. And then when I would have went back to it, it was an old game that looked old and felt old when you played it. Yeah. It was just... A little too late. So I'm very interested in the uh, second one. Mm, fair enough. Well, congratulations to fans. Um, next up, Overwatch 2 reveals its content map. Obviously, we all know that the game is now free to play. So you've got a little bit of an overview here for all things Overwatch 2. Free to play. Come in. Uh, the action starts October 4th. 
You've got a P PvP has been reimagined. Uh, team up in uh, 5v5 PvP um, experiences featuring new and reworked heroes, new maps, modes, and more. Seasonal mode, uh, free update every nine weeks to ensure there's always something new to experience. Crossplay progression, uh, as they've it's obviously crossplay fully now with progression across PlayStation, Xbox, PC. That's it, right? No Switch. Is this a Switch Overwatch game? one is on Switch. I don't know if Overwatch two's coming onto Switch. I'd be surprised if it did it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, push the story forward through PVE experiences beginning 2023. And then you've got the content here. So for October 4th, Season 1, three new heroes, six new maps, 30 new skins, new battle pass, new mythic skin, and new game mode. December 6th, Season 2, tank hero, new map, 30 new skins, new battle pass, mythic skin. Future seasons, that's 2023 and beyond. New heroes, new maps, new skins, new battle passes, new model, uh, mode, sorry, and new PvP, uh, PvE, sorry, experiences. So that begins them. The big thing here, though, Crash, uh, that I read on the news story is they're getting rid of loot boxes. Yeah, so uh, they're doing away with loot boxes for the favor of battle passes, which I think makes sense for multiple yep. reasons one battle passes are very popular and two loot boxes are very not popular people hate them across the board right now and i think rightfully so i think there's very very i think i can only think of one game that's ever done loot boxes well and that is halo 5 any other game to like try and do loot boxes did them pretty horribly i think people would argue with you on that the foot just that halo 5 did it well yeah, I, I know people would argue on it. Yeah, yeah, okay. They were super easy to earn, and you could you could buy multiple of them just in a few hours of playing. It was the best system there was for boxes. Gears was bad. Gears was horrible. Gears, Gears like was bad. With all the hate that Halo's been getting for its microtransaction system right now, I'm like, Halo's was, uh, not Halo's, Gears was, I think, bad, significantly bro. worse than it. Yeah. I remember when, when I got that, I remember it being like, wait a minute, what? I remember it being so bad, Mackie was going out to buy drinks and giving me codes for it so I didn't have to buy loot boxes because you got them with these Rockstar drinks or something. Yeah, those were, um, I think those were XP boosters and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, that was, that's a long time ago now, but whatever. It was just, bro, I remember the yeah. loot boxes being bad. Didn't it have, like, characters in it, playable characters in them There was, okay, so the loot boxes were so bad, they had playable characters yeah you could unlock and then if you rolled for it you could get duplicates of the same yeah. character uh-huh which was just a horrible system and it mm -hmm. was it was so bad like it was atrociously bad that when people complain about halo i kind of look at 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 it and i'm just like is halo Infinite really not that bad you know it would have been a lot worse could have yeah. been a lot worse um but just, yeah man i mean loot boxes being gone is obviously a big thing i think we've all we've all enjoyed battle passes now right like universally we've we've discovered that cool give me said free thing and give me a roadmap of what i'm working towards that's a way funner thing nah thank you fortnite it also just does away with the the gambling gray area iffiness whether or not whether whatever side of the fence you sit on whether you think loot boxes are gambling or not um it's just a bit neater and nicer uh very quickly to jump back to something we were talking about earlier it is coming to switch overwatch 2 is indeed oh. coming to switch just to fill in the gap you excited for this crush i assume 
You're a big Overwatch uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for Overwatch to come out. Um, I'll probably be playing a good amount of it. Uh, they are one thing that's not mentioned here is they they are adding a currency as well that you can use to buy skins, which I think makes sense. Um, I wonder how they'll do seasonal content because seasonal content the way it is now it rolls around once a year. And I wonder if they'll put it in the store once a year or if it'll be attached to battle passes. And once it's gone, it's gone forever, which would be very interesting. Because so far, Overwatch doesn't really have skins that are gone forever that much. They have a few, but it's not the amount that you would probably get in a battle pass. Oh, chill. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, this, this game's going to make so much money. People love Overwatch. Yeah. So much money. So much money. Whatever. Let's get to fix a second end up here, boys, shall we? Uh, Raya says, This week's conversation about gaming memories got me feeling real nostalgic about Xbox, probably because the 360 era was so amazing, and we, aren't, we ain't getting nothing right now. So wondering, what are the host fondest Xbox memories, and when did you know you were officially an Xbox fan? Mine were mine would have been hours upon hours so hours upon hours I lost racing competitively in Burnout Paradise and all the absurd custom gravity hammer only games I played with my friends in Halo 3. Thank you very much, Ray, um, for the question. I think I've spoken about my one um a lot on the podcast, but I'll say it again for people, new listeners. The day that I plugged in an Ethernet cable the day that I got internet and plugged in an Ethernet cable to my Xbox. That was the day that I became an Xbox fan. The day that I could play, I played Ghost Recon for the first time online. Didn't know what I was doing, got destroyed. Like, but just that moment of like, oh, wow, I'm playing with other people. And scratching off that 48-hour Xbox Live Gold code and plugging and putting that in, yeah, that yeah. was a moment. That was a moment. Um, not only that, obviously, I've spoken about it again. Pro Evolution Soccer 6. Uh, was the first game I ever had on Xbox. Playing that online against some guy in Brazil, I remember it like it was yesterday. My mum being like, what are you doing? Because our modem was downstairs. So to play online, I had to take my whole TV downstairs. And kids, what you need to remember if you're listening to this, we didn't have small TVs. I had a TV that was built in with a DVD player. Like, you know, like a big silver chunky thing. And I'm hunking this thing downstairs. I've got my 360 mic on my, on, my, on my lip right here. Like, if you're watching the video, I'm putting it on my lip. Um, and yeah, man, just playing against these, these, these other human beings online. That was the moment I knew I was an Xbox fan. I think a, another big one, which will shock people... I, I, Again, I've said this before. I was such a casual gamer back in the day. I didn't realize I was a casual gamer, but that's what I was. And I was still more adventurous than most of my friends, but I would have still been a casual gamer. Playing Minecraft, I remember when my friends, my friend Jack, who I don't, unfortunately, I don't talk to him too much anymore, but he was so pivotable, pivotable, pivotable in my, in my career and in my life for like gaming. Like he just, he was the guy that he was into achievements. So I got into achievements and there was someone to race against. There was someone to, you know, like he was, he was just that guy. And there was this moment he said, guys, you've got to get Minecraft. And me and my friends being the, the casual, like, again, I was more, ca more not casual than, than my mate Andy and my mate Mickey. But he was like, you've got to get Minecraft. And we were like, are you taking the piss? 
this game about blocks. And he was like, bro, trust me. And I remember, again, I didn't used to wear glasses, as most of you know, and I used to have to sit really close to my TV. And I, and I had this TV that I like had to sat on with my back against the wall and I turned the TV. And I remember sat there all night talking to my friends, my mum screaming down the hall, shut the fuck up. Because we're just sitting there screaming about there's a creeper. And like that was that's one of those mom memories that stick out in my head, like super fondly. Um, Ghost, uh, not Ghost Recon, sorry, Gran Turismo. Uh, no, Project Gotham Racing, sorry. Gonna Project say. Gotham Racing, that was another big one for me that I remember playing early on and being like, yeah, like this, this, these games are special, man. These games are special. So those are a few for me. Uh, Chris, what about you? You got one that sticks out in your head? Uh, yeah, Gears of War 1. I remember oh, going over my cousin's house, playing that oh, game in co-op. And, oh, uh, dude, the part, the, the part that really got me was the part where the Berserker first shows up. Yep. And that was, like, such a unique... Because I didn't really play horror games like that. So that was yeah. just, like, such a unique experience for me in a game. Um, and that absolutely, after that, I was, like, a huge Gears of War fan from that point on. I, I, one quick gear story. I remember playing Clock Tower, yeah? So you're playing it, you're sprinting to the power weapons, right? I remember 360 back in the day, 360 microphones. I remember this guy was curting me out because I picked up the boom shot and I hit this shot from... So if you're on Clock Tower, you're underneath the uh, the big Clock Tower in the middle and then you've got the stairs on the other side. And I've abs I've shot a shot from the from the clock tower. I've hit the wall, but the wall. So I've missed my shot, but the, I hit the wall, and the explosion killed two people. And I remember <laughs> this guy on the microphone just going, "You can have it every time, now, bro. You can have it every time." <laughs> and I remember that being like a, "Yeah, baby, that was me." And then I obviously messed up after that. I remember the early days of Gears of War. Some of you won't even remember this. Where like, when you went into a Gears of War lobby, you picked a side. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't just get assigned teams you either went left or right you changed what character you wanted to be i remember being in that lobby that was some of the most toxic conversations i've ever been get on the other side you and i'm like i'm like, i was i was just like what what are you talking about and they're just screaming at me like i remember being in a lobby where they were doing an xp boost so they were they were like literally like yeah we're gonna let them kill us so if you want to get a kill hurry up and just being like, wait, what? What are you talking about? It's another language to me. So yeah, ge oh, Gears is... Oh, oh, oh Gears. Matt, I've, what about you? You got one? Yeah, I've never been the biggest Gears fan in the world, but like Gears 2, I remember playing a lot of that online. Mm -hmm. And and the satisfaction of, of having a shotgun hit perfectly as you're bouncing yep. around and stuff is like... There's nothing quite like it. Mainly because it nope. felt like luck most of the time. But hey, um, the thing that immediately came to mind when it was like you were all talking about xbox live and yada yada that i remember the day the ui significantly changed and and being able to go into parties and everybody play yep. a different game oh. but you're all chatting together and oh. i remember I, I didn't last particularly long but i remember us doing that for weeks where like oh. everybody would be in a different game we'd all be sat in there um, i lasted years for me and my boys we, we did that for years. If we weren't playing all the same game, we just, <laughs> like we weren't chatting. I don't know. Oh, we used to. We there used to be us again. My friend Jack. There used to be three of us that would play FIFA. So we play pro clubs, and then we'd have Jack in there who's grinding out split second achievements or something. So we're screaming about pro clubs, and he's just like, oh, yeah, "Whatever, you idiots. Yeah, all right." Like just complaining the whole time. There was always that one guy that just yeah that 
Uno. Uno is a big one for me. My Uncle Peter. Shout out to him. He bought me my camera um, and let me play Uno. And that's where I saw my first boob. So that was big. That was a big moment. Nice. Big moment. Big moment. That was a big moment. That was a big moment. I don't care what you guys say. But the game I remember, like, sort of being blown away by on on 360 and and like really getting into was Rainbow Six, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Um, Vegas one, two, one Vegas and two. two. But, but <gasps> I think we probably played more one than two, but maybe only just. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, like we, we were obsessed with with Rainbow Six and the idea that you could like scan your face in and stuff, trying to do that for ages to make it look good. And guess what? It never looks good. Never ever. Yeah. Um, but it was just phenomenal. It was just so good. And that, that, yeah, that idea of like, oh, this is like real competition. I'm playing other real people is like a total game changer. And so, yeah, through the 360, it was all Rainbow Six and Call of Duty and, and just Halo. Like, the, like uh, who, who asked the question? Right, right. Uh, talking about Halo 3 custom games, like, oh my God, the, the Forge in Halo 3 was beautiful, beautiful. And I Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on the MLG website, Clan Battles. I, 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 oh, XOB was born. XOB was born, baby. Still to this day, XOB Fixer. Never forget. I was, Never yeah, forget. I rocked some Clan Battles. Call of Duty, maybe. I remember, but I'm sure we did do some rainbows. I was so bad. So bad. Oh. I remember I remember XOB Patriot being like, bro, you got to stay awake. And we'd be like, why? It's like, you're in the game. You're in the match tonight. And I was like, it felt like that, bro. I know that was, it's crazy to think if I had taken that serious back in the day, I might have been a pro gamer. And that's where it started. That's where it all started, right? And like the fact that I was like, nah, man, I'm going to bed. I'm going to go play. Or I was going to go play something else. I could have been a pro gamer. A Minecraft with gamer. the homies, bro. Bro, don't get it twisted. The, no joke. No joke. But yeah, man, those are some of my my most fondid, fondest memories, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Um, next one from uh, Jesus Garcia says, do you think Xbox decision to focus on the next 12 months is something they will continue to do in the future? Will other publishers also move in that direction? No and no. I think Xbox did it out of a necessity rather than a want. I think if Xbox had stuff like I think if Starfield and Redfall wasn't delayed, and they had stuff to show that was coming out in the future that was reasonable to show. Um, I don't think we would have gotten this show, but I think we've talked about it in the post-show and stuff like that. Xbox really had a lot of pressure on them from people saying, like, Xbox has nothing coming out, there's nothing on Game Pass, all this chatter about, like, what is Xbox doing right now? And Xbox is like, okay, well, here's everything we have in the next 12 months. Um, launch exclusives. Game Pass games, everything is just fully loaded here for you guys. I'll play devil's advocate. I could see them doing this from here on out. At once a year, they do a big 12-month showing of here's everything that's coming in the next 12 months because like we talked about, they're not in the game of selling consoles anymore. They're in the game of selling you their service and keeping you on that service. And there is power in what they did this past week in, in saying, there's something in here for you. And if there ain't, you know we got Gears and stuff on the back burner. Like, we, need, we got a Hideo Kojima up in here, you know? Um, and, and just keeping people subscribed, giving people the excuse to subscribe is, is important, really important to them. And, and that happens short term, um, not long term. So I could see how, 
how long would the gamers that watch this type of stuff be okay with not having sort of that big future reveal? Because, like, people weren't, there were people that weren't satisfied with what Xbox did. You could argument, the the argument could be there that they've already, they already announced the new Fallout, they already announced they're working on a new Elder Scrolls, like, that's on the Bethesda side. They've already announced both those games are in works. So, like, whether it isn't in a big, splashy, fancy way, but we now have confirmation that those two games are in development. We've known about Elder Scrolls for a while, if that's the case. Yeah, no, so, I like, agree. I think unless you have the big splashy announcement, people are like, okay, cool. I don't, it's not, they don't process that it's coming out in the future, right? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's two sides of this, right? I think I like it, as a consumer, I like this more, personally. I like the, okay, this is what you're getting this year. And this is where, it, and this is how you're going to be able to get it. Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. I love that. What I will say is, right now, look at PlayStation, right? Like, and I know, I know, they don't really have to look at PlayStation because they're both doing really well. But I do think, look at what they've announced. Wolverine, when the hell is that coming? Yeah. We ain't got a clue. We don't have a clue. But just the promise of that is big. And I do feel like Xbox right now have nothing gone K- kojima was that like i think i think you can have your cake and eat it too and all right kojima didn't land because it wasn't enough like there wasn't enough there but i think like maybe that's out of necessity right i think you can do this focus on the next 12 months with one or two big plays like a wolverine like an elder scroll 6 like a i don't know gears um yeah but i th- I think that would be different than what they did this year automatically. Like, I think even if a majority of it is the next 12 months and you have actual, like, tangible stuff we see, because, like, the Kojima thing wasn't, it was nothing tangible. I agree, but I think that's the formula. I think next time you replace Kojima with something a little bit more substantial, but the focus is the 12 months. The the 90% of the show is so the, the 12 months. I, and then I, you get I a like fable that. Thing. I like yeah. that. I, I don't I don't think that at any point, just with how important Game Pass is to them, they don't not focus on what's coming in the intimate future for a, lo- a large por- uh, portion of it. Um, but I do think that there will be more of a focus on the farther future um, in future events, which the next event, they might not even do that because they still, I feel like they'll still have more closer stuff to come out depending on when some of the other stuff like Avowed um is supposed to release um and it'll really depend contraband xbox has so much stuff that we don't know really how far along those games are to really judge if like the next 12 months is something feasible for them to do next year again because they could if they have enough stuff close enough to release uh, five first party and five five second party with a couple of big third party like sprinkled in like yeah. today, FIFA got announced for Game Pass, right? Like that's I know that's not a big deal, but it's big enough. That's a big deal. It's like I know it's part of the it is still big enough. And like as long as Xbox keep making the right moves in terms of like their second party and third party deals, I think they'll be alright. Finding the out out of outriders and stuff like that, those type of games, Dustfall, stuff like that, is gonna be huge for them moving forward. And then that allows them to take their time a little bit more with 
you know, you, you're state 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 of decay, state of decay free and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think um, uh, like Crash touched on it briefly there, and so did you actually. Like, it, it these things were also born out of necessity. Like, like the best laid plans they may have up on a whiteboard somewhere. We're only going to focus on the next twelve months now. And then they come to next summer and they go, oh, fuck, stuff's way further. Like, we've got stuff, but yeah. we're going to have to show off. And it's just born of necessity and they can show off what they can show off. Um, yeah. And so, you know, best laid plans and all that. So they'll do whatever they need to do when it comes to the time. I would yeah. really, really love for them to do more um, state of play. And we've talked about, like, state of play Nintendo Direct type content. with Because, like, I think a lot of the stuff they showed at this event had it been at like a state of play type of event and done um i think even the way they did it they did it really well um in a more digestible package where it's not even the amount of games a smaller amount um and it's like a 20 to 30 minute thing i think it would be really dope to see a couple of those drop a year um of like here hey here's the stuff coming to game pass here's first party stuff here's launch exclusives um to keep you intertwined in game pass because i do think the next Too 12 much months stuff comes and goes I feel yeah. like in game pass where it's just like I don't from like don't get me the wrong they did the blog post and stuff but like it like we've got we didn't we haven't added the news story but we're just going to talk about like games that have been added to game pass right like why isn't that in a monthly video not maybe not monthly but like when you've got a big hitter like enough to be like yo yeah we're just this. yeah and it's it's one of those things where it's like the 12 month ahead thing is great but are people going to necessarily remember it in two months' time? I think there are, there's, like, the more casual player base will forget about it. And like, what's there now? I don't care what's going to be there in the future. Whereas if it's three months, it's like, okay, in three months this game will get added, or two months or whatever. I think it's more tangible for a person to get attached to things that way as opposed to the 12-month format. Yeah, I got you. I'd, no. also, I'd also really like if instead of doing their extended showcase, which is an hour and a half of who knows what until you're in it, uh, like say, hey, uh, for the next three months, once a week, we're going to do six minutes of this game and then Missed. seven minutes of this game. It's too much. At that point, I think it's too much. I I understand what your thought process is, but we already complain when Summer Game Fest does this, 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 and this, right? I liked when they had that monthly show that they did, the um, uh, Xbox, Inside? Inside Xbox. Was that it? Was that it, or is it Xbox, Xbox Direct? Idea? No, no, no. no. no I think it was like had, Xbox. Yeah, I think it was as well. Um, I liked when they did those monthly, and they gave yeah. us a little bit more, maybe a little bit less talking in it would have been nice. But yeah. clearly COVID killed that. Yeah. yeah. I, the reason I said that, what I said, is, is I think there's a massive misconception from people who watched the main show and didn't watch the extended show as to what Redfall is. I don't think the majority of people understand what Redfall is based on that developer interview that came after. Everybody's saying it's Left 4 Dead with vampires. And they made so abundantly clear that is not what they're going for in yeah, that but developer Just interview. because that's not what they're going for doesn't mean that's not what it is. They can say that um, it's not that. It doesn't sure. mean that it's not that. Starfield's not trying to be a No Man's Sky, but people are comparing it. People are calling it No Man's Sky. People will compare it to what they see it as, whether it's accurate or not, right? Because a lot of people have been uh, a lot of people have been complaining about the fact that um, Starfield's been compared to No Man's Sky, and I think that's act like it's 100 fine to complain about that. Because is it really like No Man's Sky? We don't know. We haven't played it, but you also can't complain because I think it's fair for somebody to see a game and be like, 
that reminds me of that thing. That is yeah. similar to that thing. And, sure. and no disrespect to Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood or any of these games. They're very simple games in terms of like what it is. So, of course, the developer is not going to want to be compared to that. When like, If they didn't want to compare to that, they should have showed more story. Simple as. They should have they should have showed the game off better if they didn't want it compared to that. Because anybody with two eyeballs that's a gamer is going to look at that and go, oh, it's Left 4 Dead. Yes, 100%. That's why I'm saying break this stuff out. Like, when you want to do a longer-form thing, break it out and make me interested. Because I didn't know Redfall was going to be a new extended showcase. And so oh. maybe I'm a huge Redfall fan, but I, I never went to it. I never saw but that thing you put together In the same breath, it. I'm a huge gamer. I didn't watch the whole showcase at all. I didn't watch any of it. What do you mean? And that's who they're talking to. I didn't watch Extended. any of that extended showcase. Uh, yes, 100%. Because, exactly. because but, the format... No, but the format of an hour and a half just scared me away. Exactly. That's, that's like, what I'm saying. So if they had like a weekly... Hey, we're going to dump seven minutes of Redfall on you this week. I disagree because you know what? They did the hour and a half showcase and you found out about it because a news website went and wrote up an article or whatever it is yeah. about it. That's the purpose of that. It's yeah. to get more info in the news cycle and get more headlines after your showcase a few Agreed. days afterwards where more information comes out because it's the same reason you do interviews after you show your game off is to get more information into the player's hands and to get more headlines and more hype for your game let's plug 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 and get yourself out of here uh matt we're good to plug this week bud Oh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow my Xbox and me on Twitter because I'll be probably be putting up polls now as to like, hey, what should I stream on Monday? And then you guys get to pick. Okay. Uh, play a Plague Tale. I was going to say play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with me, but whatever. On mon next Monday? Yeah. Do it. I'm with mm -hmm. it. Hey, do I have to be on camera? I, I guess not. If I don't have to be on camera, yeah. Bro, you got to remember, I streamed for eight hours already on Monday. So the last thing I want to do after I finish streaming for eight hours is then stream for another three hours. I respect that. I want everybody to remember Fix's lack of dedication to this podcast. Oh, my God. If anything, it'd be dedication it, to the channel, not the podcast. The pod, the channel is the podcast. No, it is. Matt streams on there. Yeah, it's not just a podcast channel anymore. Whoa, 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 Matt! Well, when are you going to start streaming? When are you going to start streaming on there? Huh? When you start streaming on there? So never. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he said that everyone. When I start streaming on there. He yeah. Wait, whenever. The problem, <laughs> the problem is, if I start streaming on there, I want to stream. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and Mario, and a bunch of non-Xbox games. That's literally what I want to play. Like, if I've got, like, a, a couple of hours here, or a couple hours there, that's what I would want to stream. People really care if you stream non-Xbox stuff. Let us know in the comments below of this video, and let us know in your questions next week. Would you care if I streamed on a wednesday for two hours something that wasn't xbox related let me know i'd love to know uh chris what's the plug uh the reviews on the podcast app we have two new reviews over here um the first one says amazing show it's five stars and it is from ah, uh jesus of jesus's other niece nice. Come on, jesus. <laughs> a great show with a great and engaging community 
And then the other one is a must-watch from uh, Jesus' brother-in-law. Great debate and conversation. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Appreciate you. He's the best. You guys who are not Jesus, do better. Your mom has an iPhone. Your cousin has an iPhone. Your brother-in-law has an iPhone. Go on there. Five-star review it. I want everyone to have their family members <laughs> reviewing this type of podcast, all right? Grandmas, cousins, aunties, uncles, all of them. Yeah. Um, what have we got to plug this week? I put out a music video. My first ever music video is now out. Uh, head over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. Um, it's for the GSF anthem. People like the song. It seems pretty interesting. It's doing okay. I'd love for it to do better because it costs a lot of money to make. So go and check it out. Give it a thumbs up. And, you know, hashtag fixer for whitelist. Again, thank you all for watching this week's My Xbox and Me. Until next time, we will love you. Leave it. See you all later. Oh, good boys. Bye-bye.